you know what it is. It's them kids and wives and nine two fives. But we are still married to the games. Episode three ninety one. Oh, buddy, you got some catching up to do. It's your boy, Gabe Patillo, with Tim Router, Ed Placencia, and Chris McCracken, of course. And as always, we are talking games and life, life and games. Thank you guys so much for being here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Morning show. Morning show. Mm. And I'm back in the shed, and it feels amazing. Oh, nice. Yay. Welcome home. Yes. That's right, man. Thank you. I'll be here till tonight. Oh, good. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then back out again. Um, Chris. Yes. What to do, Bishop? Uh, you know, it's early morning. Just getting that coffee rolling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I almost, when, when my alarm went off, I was like, you know, I can... I don't have to take a shower this morning. I, I can stay in bed a little bit longer. It's like, oh, no, wait, I got to make coffee because I don't make it as as often as I used to. Pretty much just on weekends now because they offer free coffee at work and it's pretty decent coffee. So, Oh, really? I don't usually just have it laying around here at home in the pitcher waiting for like a reheat or anything like that. So good thing I got up and got the coffee rolling because uh, I got a message from Mr. Gabe said, oh, you know what? I'm actually up. So let's, <laughs> let's do yeah. this a little early if you want. Which works out great for me. Um, This past week, again, like stuff at work is just really crazy right now um, as we ramp up and work towards these different goals that we're working on. So pretty much been just focusing on on going in early and staying a little bit later uh, at various times. Um, So really, I only have stuff to speak about considering the weekend. And this past Saturday, um, Stacy and I went out and about because tomorrow or actually today, the day of recording which is Wednesday, is her birthday. Oh, oh Yeah, and so on Saturday, we went out, and she's been wanting to get um, a new purse, and then there's this one store where she likes to get jewelry from, so we went by that store and got her some new jewelry and just basically made it a day about doing stuff that she wanted to do and, and went around and, and did a whole bunch of different things together. So that was really awesome. Super happy uh, for her that it's it's her birthday and that she can celebrate. She's actually off right now, so she had something like eight days she needed to use of PTO or else she was going to end up losing it. So mm. yesterday was her last day of work until not next Monday, but the following Monday. Oh, wow. Oh, snap. So yeah, That's so great. she's nice. just going to be have a nice, long, restful time off. She's going to get to visit with our nieces and her parents and stuff throughout this week. Unfortunately, with things going the way that it is in my job, I can't take off with her. But good for her. She's going to be able to have some downtime and just relax. And yeah, really. Have some fun and do whatever it is that she would really like to do. Um, this, nice. Also this past weekend the call of duty league was back on. They, they basically play every other weekend, whereas overwatch plays every weekend. So this mm-hmm. is one of the weekends where both of them were going. Um, and Dallas did not play in the overwatch league. So I focused in on over on the call of duty league. They were having, they were, it was being hosted by LA and there's actually two teams in LA. There's LA gorillas and LA optic. Um, but Dallas ended up playing in that tournament and ended up going and winning the entire tournament. So that was wow. super exciting for me. Wow. Stacy nice. was actually, we had dinner with uh, Katie and Kale last night and Stacy, we were talking about it and Stacy's like, oh yeah. Kale said, w- were you into it? And Stacy says, yeah, he was into it. It sounded like he was watching football in there. <laughs> so, I was about to say, I was, I was going to say, did you give the Cowboys that old side eye? No, no, no. Cowboys not like getting Like this is how side. winners do. 
Yeah, no, no, no. But but yeah, I it was a lot of fun. I was super excited about it, uh, and I'm looking forward to the next one. I think the either the next one or the one after that is when Dallas actually plays here in Dallas. And I'm looking at uh, possibly getting tickets to it. Um, but nice. you know, then again, at the same time, who knows if it might just end up getting canceled since that seems to be the thing of the day. Oh, so yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll, more about that here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chris, do you um, pick up uh, like strategies and stuff from watching that? Uh, I don't really pick up strategies. One, because uh, this is going to sound silly to say um, because Overwatch is obviously a team game, but Call of Duty seems so much more hypersensitive to s- the strategy as that the team is using. Mm-hmm. Like there's not really, v- there might be something like, oh, I didn't know you could get up on that ledge or I didn't know you could peek through that little way and it gives you such a sight line. So in that respects, you possibly can, uh, or, or I have seen a few things like that, but I'm not really learning too many strategies because it really is like a, a, a team thing. And yeah. not only that, it's very different in the sense that in the, in the, the league, they don't use like kill streaks or any of that kinds of stuff. So, and that mm. plays a big part in, you know, just the public matches that you play. Like, that's basically like the reason, one of the main reasons that everybody really likes it. So, how many are on a team? Six. Nice. Yeah. So, it was a lot of fun. Um, on the gaming front, didn't really get to play much. Um, I did download the, the Call of Duty, the new Call of Duty stuff, uh, but haven't touched any of it yet. The only thing really that I did play is at one point in time, Stacy bought the division two right before it stopped being $3. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one night we did jump in with her and I and Katie and Kale, and we played for about 45 oh, nice. minutes or so. Um, yeah. So she had a lot of fun. Now I, I don't feel like, and I, I, based on her feedback and just in general of knowing her, I don't think that division two is going to be a game. She'll jump in on by herself, but if, Maybe right. some other people want to play, or if we're all wanting to play together, I can see you're jumping in a few more times. It is definitely That's worth awesome. giving it a shot at three dollars. So yeah. I'm glad that she she went ahead and pulled the trigger and and we got it rolling. So, Very but that's nice. really been it on the gaming front. Outside of that, and mostly just been a bunch of work, work, work. Yeah, work, 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 work. That means mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like it. I'm glad she got into that old division. Yeah, that's fun. What did you think of it, Chris? What did I think of Division Two? Yeah, well, have you played I, before. I actually bought. Yeah, I bought Division Two when it launched. Okay. Um, and it, I mean, I mean, it's pretty much the same as I thought of it back then. I, I enjoy playing with people, mm-hmm. but it, it doesn't. Ha- it has yet to hook me in similar ways that like Destiny did back in the day because they're, they're okay, somewhat right. similar games and or similar vein mm-hmm. style of games. Um, so I, I definitely see myself jumping in a little bit more, especially because a lot of the community is jumped back in playing it a bit more often, but I don't, I just don't know that I'm going to get super eager where I'm like, Oh my gosh, I want to get to level blah, 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 and really go into the dark zone and right. kind of to be determined. We'll have to see. Yeah. Nice. Yep. There you go. Router. Yeah, man. What to do Bishop? Oh, well, you know, this whole, uh, coronavirus thing is always fun. Yeah. Did so, you get it? Like on. Uh, uh, I'm I'm hoping I do. I'd love the two weeks of just game. No, this joke is good to stay home. I'd, I'd love to just stay home. You have and to quarantine could, yourself in your gaming room. Oh, <laughs> that would be a dream come true right now. Mm-hmm. It would be so great. Um, yeah, like last Thursday, they announced that they closed Williamson County Schools for Friday and Monday to, quote, deep clean the school. Yep. Which, look, 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 I appreciate the precautionary measures because we did have a case of somebody 
with coronavirus here in Williamson County happens to be in my development in West Haven. Um, <laughs> that's what y'all get. That's right. But um, it's like the tornado might have missed you, but it's actually pretty interesting. Um, he he posted something up on on Facebook. Um, we don't know him, know him, but um, you know he and he he posted on Facebook and he said he's seen the best and the worst in humanity because people have like been reaching out to him. Now, some people have been really great s- stewards and like, Hey, wh- is there anything you need? That kind of stuff. But apparently there has been other people that have been just really rude and really got, <laughs> panicky. And that I'm is like, so funny. What is wrong with people? Is, I know. It's not I'm his like, fault. Exactly. This whole thing <laughs> right? is, ri- this whole thing is ridiculous. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was thinking about that, uh, Tim, because, he he's a dad from a school just down the street from both of us. Exactly. And yes. I was like, I told Jenny, I was like, man, if I got it, I don't think I would tell anybody. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't either. I don't think people could be very because nice. panic would ensue. Like yeah. this is the flu, people. This is not the Ebola virus. Well, well, this is not any zombie apocalypse. <laughs> well, Everybody, and, chill out. Doesn't it feel you like probably the- would have to tell people because the government would be like, uh, "Fool, you quarantine. He ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Why ain't we seen right, Gabe? Right. Why ain't on the tour? Where's your controller? Just yeah. sit down. <laughs> well, it feels like the early. Remember, and I barely remember it because it was so long ago, but I. Like maybe you and Ed remember a little better, like the f- first days of AIDS. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like how yeah. it's like nobody wanted to even be in class with that person. Nobody wanted to like you know what I'm saying. There was all these things, yeah. especially like when Magic got it. Nobody want to play basketball with him anymore because you know what I'm saying. <laughs> scared. Oh know, yeah, the whole education. So much scare, uh, scary stuff going on when you yeah, don't exactly. understand exactly what's happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's this. It's just crazy. So and then uh, let's see. I got a call last night that they've closed schools now. So right now, Piper has not been in school at all since la- la- this past Friday. And uh, and then we have spring break this next week. So it's like, all right, well, here we go. So I guess we're considering these snow days. Is that I guess that's what's happening. Ah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So we're trying to make it fun with Piper, getting some play dates together. We went and saw the new Pixar movie Onward oh, how on, is it? M- on Monday. It's all right. Dang it. It's not. It just looks all right to me. Yeah. It, to me, it looked all right, too. But, you know, I I was like, I was curious about it anyway. It's got Chris Pratt in it. It's, you know, he he's so good. His his VO is really good. I really enjoyed him ever since uh, Lego Movie, too. And, um, uh, yeah, it's it, it's OK. It, I mean, it, it was it was fun, but that was that was about it. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, we still had a great time. Piper enjoyed it. Um, so it was it was all good. So, uh, yeah, we've just been doing that and, and working, which is uh, nice and boring. Now, next week is spring break, and um, usually and typically we, uh, we have the Router family going down to Disney trip. And so far, it's still on. Um, we are... Well, uh, Disney's not canceling. Just, you know Disney. Well, yeah, and you know what? My mom, who plans all these, these great family trips, and we, do ha- we have a lot of fun, like when Piper's cousins are together, and, and it's going to be fun just to have the whole family together just to, to be around. I'm a little concerned for my father, a little bit on the plane, but my mom said she bought this special mask and stuff, and she's a nurse and whatever, and I'm like, that's fine. If he wants to wear it, go for it. I am not wearing masks around Disney World in that heat and... Uh, surrounded Yeesh. by tons of people and most of the masks that are out there don't work but apparently she got this special one because you know she's yeah. in on the healthcare the whole healthcare <laughs> thing but um but yeah so uh but i you know i lauren's kind of a little more concerned too she's just like you know if any of us get it 
then we're quarantined in Florida and or you know That's whatever. Right. But I'm not I'm not terribly worried about it. I'm kind of curious to see if the lines at Disney are, are shorter now. Hey, they say the planes <laughs> yeah. are like that now. They said people flying yeah. across the ocean like, well, there was yep. eight people on my plane. I'm like, great. Wow, it's crazy. So I, I don't know. I'm just kind of sitting back and, and just watching people going, wow, really? Like this is happening, huh? So I, it's, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, this will all pass in time. And, you know, I hope everyone stays healthy and continues to wash their hands as they should. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, so that's pretty much it. But yeah, I, we will be in Disney next week. Uh, so I will be recording from a car in a parking lot somewhere, I'm sure. And that'll be fun. But uh, I am looking forward to it. Piper's looking forward to it. Um, and I think it's, it's going to be a great time. So we shall see. On the gaming front, just continuing with Sekiro. Uh, getting very, very, very close to the ending. Are you still um, on the same boss that you were on last week? No, no, no. I, I took care of them, him, and nice. then uh, there's a couple little side bosses and got all of those done. And just, oh, man, just just going. Just keep going. And uh, I'm continuing to look at that trophy list, and it's continuing to look a little bit better, so I may go for the platinum. What? Um, yeah. I mean, wow. I'm just grinding it out, man. It's just... It's crazy, but there's a there's a couple things that are still hidden because I'm not fully done with the story yet. So I need to find out what the the grinding things are. I'm in a good place uh, right now where I can farm, and if I need to, uh, you know, get some more XP going. To I think you have to get like all all the skills done and all this other stuff. So I'll just I'll take a look at it again. But I'm definitely closer. I'm like, you know, it's not that bad of a shot to 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 try and go for it and see what happens. So, but man, just. Just loving it. Fantastic game. There and you go. So, uh, and so that, uh, that's it for me. Nice and boring. And corona E. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. <laughs> Edward. Yes, sir. How's the, how's the corona up there? <laughs> how's corona up there? You know what's funny is that there's a little tiny town, probably three miles from us, named Corona. No. <laughs> We've had it around here for years. There you go. Not um, been a problem. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's been good. Uh, Sarah actually was in Columbus over the weekend. She had the Arnold's, uh, the Arnold event, the Arnold Classic, which is a big workout exercise convention mm-hmm. uh, that was canceled. Oh, wow. But uh, oh, wow. Sarah had, was planning to go and with her sister and friends anyhow. So they just had a girls weekend in Columbus and went and hung out and had a good time. So I was doing Columbus this. is great. Yeah. Yeah. It was it, they, they had a blast. And uh, I just kind of did the bachelor thing here. My brother Ray came over Saturday and Ray, they technically have a Wii, but I hmm. it would be safe to say he has, hasn't actually gamed since the NES. Ah, so like two thumbsticks to him is a very foreign concept. So whenever he comes over and says, let's play games, I got to be really careful about what I choose. And we spent all day playing MLB the show. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. There you go. Laughed and just had a great time. He picked it up really easily and we just had a blast. It was That's great, man. It, it's been so long since I sat down with my little brother and just gamed and it was such a good time it was That's such a fun blast from the past awesome <laughs> yeah it was really really nice um gaming wise right after we recorded i think it was that day last week i picked up or i tried the final fantasy demo um, oh oh, oh. Eh, there Whoa, you go. wait hold on hold on everybody yeah, hold on yeah, hold brace on. yourself game. Hold on. brace okay. yourself okay <clears throat> okay go ahead 
I enjoyed it. Yay! I thought it was fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's all I can. I, I, I fully went in expecting because, you know, I'd only, is the Final Fantasy, is it 15 with the, the leather coats in the desert? Yeah. Yes. The boy band? Yes, the boy band in the desert. Yes. And so I was totally expecting that. Um, oh, and, interesting. So I so I kind of went in expecting that and like ah uh, you know it's, it's going to be weird it's just going to be nonstop weirdness and and whatever and I was very pleasantly surprised I had a nice time with it I mean like like everyone has said it looks beautiful it is so good looking it's a pretty um, game it, it really is I it, from what I remember I think uh, you guys told me that the original was a turn based game yep and so it was kind of cool to see. The parts where, oh, I can totally see where this was a turn-based battle, but they tweaked it into what it is now. Mm. And I thought it was really clever how they got around that. And and uh, so that I thought that was really well done because I never would have thought to do it like that. I would have just thought, yep, it's a turn-based game. Um, so I thought that was that was really cool. I had a lot of fun. I, I don't know that I'll get it day one. Sure. But I enjoyed it. I had a nice time with it, and it was a fun little diversion for about an hour or so. So yeah, I was glad I picked it up and, and, and gave it a shot. It was a good time. I'm glad you did too. Yeah. 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 It was great, man. Yeah. It was nice. Um, other than that, it's mostly been, it's been a little tough at home because while Sarah's been back, I'm a little burned out on borderlands right now. Oh and yeah. Yeah. That's all Sarah wants to play. And I'm you know, like, oh, um, you know, we finished the game. We've done all the side missions and now we would just be going out for shooting sake. And I'm just like, oh, I'm a little burned out. Can we ch- let's try to find something else? And again, there's just so little out there that's mm, couch yeah. co-op that Sarah mm-hmm. wants to shoot and she wants to shoot people. And, and every time, you know, I say, hey, is there a good couch co-op game like Borderlands or Gears or, you know, you know, we you know, try Castle Crashers. Try no, we don't want a side scroller. We don't want an a, a top down. Sarah just wants to shoot people. Mm-hmm. Try enter the gungeon. No, we don't want a. <laughs> 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 try overcooked. No, we don't. We, we we Sarah just wants to shoot people right now. Yes. <laughs> so I uh, uh, one night I just said, "Do you want to try the division too? And and she was like, "All right." but you have to be here with me. And I was like, yep, I'll totally be here with you because Mm -hmm. although there's inventory management like borderlands, it's much more complicated. Um, but you get to shoot people and she played for about four hours and, and loved it. And she's been playing a few times since then, but I've got to be here. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think when, uh, last week I had to come upstairs to do some stuff you know, she was like, well, I'll play when you come back downstairs because, you know, I want to make sure you're here and I need to be there just because she doesn't read on screen prompts at all. So she she doesn't. She does no. not. So she nice. she oh, walked up to an elevator shaft and just stood there and was like pushing against it and nothing was happening. And these big letters came up on the screen in the middle of the screen <laughs> and she's just pushing against it and walking around. And I'm not sure where I'm supposed to go. And I was like, push circle. To climb. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, is nice. funny. She was like, didn't I say I just wanted to shoot people? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Literally, that's all she wants to do. Yes, exactly. So she's kind of been having fun with that. I know that she'd prefer, uh, you know, something that we can actually play together. At the end of the month, Borderlands has a new DLC coming out. So that'll be fun to jump back into that. And I'll probably jump back in there again. But, 
you know, I kind of go, I'm kind of in a slump with Overwatch right now where I'm just not feeling it. And Ooh. it comes back, you know, and, yep. and, and it comes back around. Um, uh, but other than that, it's been the Division 2 for me. I finished the Warlords of New York DLC. It is super tough. And um, so that means you're stuck in, in your character is stuck in New York, right? No. Once you, you finish the main oh. storyline, you can go back and forth. So uh. as long as you're doing the storyline, you're stuck in New York. Um, and I felt quite vindicated because I hmm. was chatting with Jared and he, you know, if you guys know Jared or he loves these tough games, you yeah, know, he, he loves. Oh, yeah, he does. And he, he told punished. me. Yes. And so he told me, I can't believe you did that alone. I wouldn't do that alone. I had Ooh. I squatted up with and I I I felt so mm. good because it was such a this was so hard. This DLC was so <laughs> difficult. And so when he said that, I was like, okay, thank you. I, I felt vindicated. So that was I am a good gamer. I, I am a good gamer. I it, am a good gamer. It, it, yeah, it was tough. It wasn't just me. It really was tough. Yeah. <laughs> That's great, man. So they've um started their season one which is very similar to the this DLC where basically each season lasts 12 weeks. You're hunting someone down, but in order to hunt them down, you've got to find their lieutenants to get clues to where they are and, and that kind of thing. So the season, the first season comes with this DLC. And then after that, I believe you'll have to pay, I don't know, 10 bucks or something per season. So I don't know that I'll do that, but... Um, I'm, I'm kind of glad that I can play this first season just to kind of see if I like it or not and see if I'll continue on or if something else will grab my mind. I got in late last night, about an hour of Ori and the Will and the Wisps. Oh, yeah, it's out. It's out and uh, immediately... Had no shame in choosing baby mode as my difficulty. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And I remember for the last time that I struggled with it, it wasn't even like battling that was beyond my diff my my ability. It was the navigating, kind of like with Celeste, where a lot of times you had to jump and then slide and jump up, slide, double jump here. And it was really that 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 got me. So mm. I'll see how it goes this time. It it looks beautiful, just like the last one did. Um, Does it run uh, well? It runs. You know what? It's it's kind of hiccupy in in uh, parts. Um, say what? Yeah, I heard some some talk from some people that had gotten it a little bit a little bit early and were playing it too. That they were saying like, oh, you know, there's a few little technical things here and there. Probably will be cleaned up with a day one patch kind of thing. And I just wasn't yeah. sure if that was still a bit of a thing or not yeah and i don't know when that day one patch because like at midnight i got a little notification that oh ori is ready to play now and because xbox does such a good job of updating things behind the scenes mm -hmm. i don't know if there was one or if that'll come today but even pushing double square to go into the map it's push and there's the map and yeah. uh, oh. so just oh, a wow. little bit of a yeah so Hopefully, yeah, they'll they'll clean that up. But but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to to actually jumping jumping head in today and uh, and and cool. seeing what it's got for us. So yeah, been a good week. There you go. Yeah, that's awesome, man. How about you, Mister Gabe? Oh. Mister on the road, Mister Ambassador, bruv. Right, I've been out here on the road, Bishop. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you have. You have been roading. Yeah. <laughs> it's been really fun because uh, I was telling somebody the other day, like, 
I'm I've almost seen somebody every day is what it feels like. Wow. Like when I've been out That's on the road. Cool. And so it's been really, really cool. Uh, I think when we recorded last week, I don't remember if I had saw uh, Frankie yet. Um, oh, no. But I was meeting, I got to meet up with Frankie and uh, Tim Paulin and uh, Trevor, Trev Dog. And oh, uh, nice. that was awesome. Uh, just like sat around and drank coffee and, and they had, I think, some donuts or something. And then uh, <laughs> we got to go back to uh, the venue and we played some Mario Kart. Frankie was like, I mean, I brought my Switch. Do you guys have to, any time to play some games? <laughs> we were like, heck yeah, baby. And so like we mm. went backstage and, and all sat down and, and, and got our Mario Kart on. So that was really fun. Um, and, then I don't, and then the next day, got to see Lim, of course. Our oh, boy, very nice. Bad Gamer Elite of the Gametographers. Um, and nice. he brought Micah along, who's a small genie. 549 on the discord oh, so okay. i've never met micah before so that was really fun um and it's just always fun seeing Lim. Lim. it almost feels like he's so young at heart so it's not like i'm seeing my older brother but it, just, mm-hmm. it feels like i'm seeing family when i see yes yeah. and yep. so like you know the hugs that are given and everything is just like tight and strong and you're like what up man there, you know, and so um, that was really fun to see him in uh, Milwaukee. Um, and then, <laughs> crazy enough, I'm in uh, Minneapolis, mm-hmm. and I get a text from Scott Clark, and he's like, "Who lives in Illinois?" And he was like, "Are you in Mil- in in Minneapolis?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "Me too." And I was like, "What?" And so um, he was like, let me come pick you up real quick. And so he drove over. We went and got coffee. So got to see Scott Clark from the uh, the Gaming Outsider podcast. Uh, oh, that's he, awesome. He is also one of the few. I think there's three of them. Jeff mm-hmm. Swan, Chris McCracken, Scott Clark, who's been to 100, 200, and 300. Yep. And he's bought his tickets for 400 so it'll be good to see Scott Clark again. It was good to Woo. catch up. You know what's been fun, too, about seeing so many people is that usually when we go on these tours and we see people and I, and I get to meet all these folks, it's like, all right, man, well, see you in two years. And most yeah. of these people we're seeing, I'm like, well, see you in May. You know what I'm saying? So it's been amazing. <laughs> so, cool. so it doesn't That's feel amazing. like awesome. Yeah, it doesn't feel like you have to say goodbye for that long. You're just like, yeah. hey, see you in like two months. You know what I mean? Um, so that was really cool. And then... Um, Marcus Lowe hit me on Twitter and he was like, Hey, fan of the show here. Um, I'm going to be at the Toby show. And I was like, what? And so I got to meet Marcus Lowe. He's at low Marcus 2010 on Twitter. Um, so I've been trying to put up pictures of everybody that I'm, I'm meeting. That's I got awesome, to meet man. Him yeah, and man. his son and his wife and then his wife's side of the family or something like that. I think it was her sister and her family. Um, and so that was really cool. And, and again, it's weird because you're meeting strangers, but not really. Right. Yeah. You know, I've exactly. talked about it before. You know, I think Marcus said he's been listening since like episode 20 or 16 or something. Cra- you know, he's been listening for a long, long time. And so anybody that's been a, a part of the family for that long has really heard us go through some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, yeah. we had the awfulness that happened at the end of last year, but then. You know, I think I had two babies on this show and, and stuff like that. And so people really the family has grown with us as mm-hmm. we've grown. And so, um, 
yeah, it was really good to get to sit down and, and talk to uh, some of these guys and gals. And, you know, it's it's always funny because especially when I get to meet the wives, too, they're like, he listens to your show all the time and makes <laughs> us listen to it in the car. And I'm always trying to be, you know, apologetic. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so, so, so sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, that's funny. Um, that's really funny. And so, yeah, man, just out there meeting family. <laughs> it's been uh, it's been really, really great. And then uh, got to come home for the first time in a little over two weeks. That's crazy. Um, so that's been nice to be home and kiss babies and and tickle children and and all that stuff. And um, so yeah, that's been that's been really great. It's been it's weird because like it's not really recharging because I'm still tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like I can right. come home and get any rest. <laughs> right, um, but it is just good to be home. It, you know what I mean? It's a life recharge, man. Yeah, it is. Um, and so it's been fun just to just to be home and get to take Remy to karate. And today I get to take Amara to gymnastics. And, you know, you mm. just kind of like get to be a dad more than just like yep. through FaceTime, you know? Yeah. Um, so and then we're headed to Jackson, Mississippi, Little Rock, uh, Little Rock, Arkansas and St. Louis this weekend. And I think I get to see somebody tomorrow. I think I get to see uh, uh, Ian Drake tomorrow. So. Oh, uh, nice. Awesome. Gonna be, there you go. We're going to be back back into the swing of things. Um, but you're done with the West Coast now, right? Yeah, done with the West Coast. Everything from here on out is now, like, you know, not too far away. We do a bunch of shows in Texas because that's how we always do. Um, Dang so, right. Uh, uh, we're going to be in, like, I think we're doing, let's see, four shows in Texas in, like, two weeks' time. And so, you know, Texas, West Texas Coast? represents. Yeah. But it's been fun, man. The shows have been going good. They've been selling out, which is, you know, such a blessing. And Oh, it's amazing, uh, Especially, man. like, in Minneapolis, you look out, and it's 13,000 people, and you're like, this is wow, crazy, and the energy's just awesome. And so, and we're trying hard, and so it's nice that um, people are coming out and enjoying the show and, and stuff like that. So, um, <clears throat> as far as gaming, uh, it hasn't been anything too new. This last week got... Uh, really busy when on the road, and so it's just been the Mario Karts when I can and stuff like that. I didn't get to play the um, Final Fantasy VII demo again like I wanted to, but I'll get back out there and play it again this weekend maybe. And uh, so yeah, it's been more going and hanging out with people. The the time that I would be spend gaming during the day, I've been spending getting coffee or going and meeting up with people, and so um, that's been that's been fun as well. So. Uh yeah, that's pretty much been it, I think. That sounds good, man. Sounds great, man. Woo. Yes, it, it has been great. It's been awesome. Our people are amazing. Yeah. And it's ambassador uh, I, in the house. I know. I love I love meeting everybody. It's been so much fun. So um and tickets are still selling for the uh for Married to the Games 400. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. our 400th episode's coming and so if you want to join us live you can come to Franklin, baby, and we can all be together. It's a little south of Nashville. Um, MarriedToTheGames.com slash MTTG400 for tickets. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I just can't wait to have everybody back together. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Ooh-wee. Um, and uh, Router. Uh, yeah. You got it? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, let's do Nice. <laughs>
well, well done for the morning. Yeah, I'm impressed. That's right. I, I love it. It's like you know, you, it's like when you're racing and the, it starts getting a little squirrely. Be like, no, nah, man, just keep your foot in it. It's gonna get there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> power out of this thing. That, that's right. Steer. Well done. <laughs> All right. New releases this week. We got Destiny Two: Season mm. of the Worthy. For the PC, PS4, and Xbox. Elder Scrolls Online Harrowstorm DLC for the PS4 and Xbox. Ori and the Will of the Wisps for the PC and Xbox. Hidden Through Time for the PC, PS4, Xbox, and Steam. Overpass for the Switch. Mm. Dead or School, PS4 and Switch. MLB The Show 20 for the PS4. My Hero One's Justice 2 for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, and Neo 2 for the PS4 all come out this week. Mm-hmm. We had... Which, real um, quick, on Neo 2, the oh reviews Lord. have been dropping, it's been getting really good scores, and it <laughs> might be up your alley now, Tim. Oh I'm just saying. Gosh, I'm just saying. I will have to take Louise. a look. I, do you know if I would have to play Neo 1 first? I don't, I, I, my understanding is that there's something similar to, um, like Dark Souls where oh, they're okay. loosely tied together, but I don't think there's any kind of story there's continuation where you're eggs. like, I have no right. idea. You just go kill the it, big boss guy, I think. Nice, nice. Nice. Yeah, I will, uh, I'll take a look and, and see what we got. We do have an oops from Arctic M77. Uh, Mr. Warlock, you mean? Mm-hmm. From yeah. the Warlocks. He's not fooling us. Mm. That's right. Speaking of oops. <laughs> Those glasses don't say anything. I've seen you come out of that phone booth. <laughs> Escape from Tarkov is similar to a battle royale, but not really. It's a hardcore and realistic online first-person action RPG slash simulator with MMO features and a story-driven walkthrough. Players choose their loadout with gear, guns, meds, food, water, and storage capacities. They log into the map, loot, kill, PvP, and PvE, and need to extract before time runs out. The big thing about this game is that you go in with X amount of gear. If you die, there's a possibility that your gear will be gone or looted by another player. It cannot really be explained in words. It's better explained in a video which he um, posted, which obviously we cannot show or play. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, Maverick87R Randy Beard. Not sure if this is a noops or not, but last name is pronounced Beard like on your face, and most everyone gets thrown off by all the vowels. Dude, you have... Three vowels all in that word, in that B-E-A-I-R-D. So, yes, Randy, it's not Beard, it's Beard. Yeah, so Randy nice. Beard, I will, I will make sure that it is pronounced Beard. Uh, other than that, uh, that is it for me. Back to you, gentlemen. I like it. Chris McCracken. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this just <laughs> Yeah, this just kind of unofficially in, but about to be officially in. Uh, Word started breaking last night that E3 is indeed going to be canceled. Mm -hmm. So at the moment of us recording, it has not been confirmed by the ESA. Supposedly around 930 Pacific or so, they're supposed to be releasing a statement or posting one online somewhere that kind of officially cancels it. But it all kind of the tide of all the... You know, people saying, my source is telling me this, my sources, here's this tweet about from this developer, blah, 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 started coming in last night. And I, the first one I saw was from Devolver Digital. Yeah. And they're like a mainstay at E3. I mean, they're always there and always like really pumping it up and talking about it early and everything kind of like that. And 
And they just posted a tweet that said, cancel your E3 flights and hotels, y'all. Yep. And then it, the, it just started flooding in. And so much so that now you've got big sites reporting that, hey, we're fine, we're hearing that this cancellation is imminent. And as you might imagine, is all stemming from coronavirus. Mm. Of course, we know that L.A. has been, and California a bit in general, has been one of the areas that's been hit a little bit harder. Yeah, yeah. Um, but still... There's a lot of things that go on in, in, in L.A. and in parts of California and everything. So just to to try and keep the spread down a bit there, it's looking like we are going to find out today that E3 has indeed been canceled for this year. And there's been some speculation by some people earlier, like in the a uh, couple weeks ago, like I think Jason Schreier once said, he's like, it'd be very curious to see that if E3 does indeed get canceled, will this be the nail in the coffin for E3? Yeah. So... Uh, what do you guys think? You know, it's funny. Number one, I hate that it's canceled. Obviously, uh, you know, I was wanting to head out there with um, with Toby and Moses uh, this year and um, see some of our folks that I knew that were going. I knew Blessing was going to be there and Scott Clark was going. And so I was, you know, excited to have a reason to go out and see everybody. Mm -hmm. But I think that you can I think that this could be a blessing in disguise mm -hmm. um, because yeah. if it's canceled, not because you had to cancel it, you know, as E3, um, I think it gives you a year to regroup. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you have yeah. to deal with all the technicalities right now, you know what I'm saying? Getting people's money back, trying to get the convention to, you know, maybe waive some fees as you're at the convention center to waive some fees since you had it locked down for a couple days or maybe insurance takes care of all that. I don't know how all that works. Um, but I think it could be a time for the ESA to really buckle down and be like, okay, 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 okay. How can we relaunch this thing next year after we've taken a break that we didn't want to take, but might be a blessing because people were dropping out anyway and their pride maybe wouldn't let them cancel it before um, yeah. to be like, all right, how can we come back bigger and stronger in 2021? Yeah. Know. Edward? I'm not... I'm not saying that people will feel this way or they will experience this, but I wonder if any or how many publishers or devs or how many people that were planning on attending will find out a month or two after E3 would have taken place. You know what? We didn't really need to do that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we've, we, we gave a, a, like a Nintendo direct type, release uh -huh. and really good point th that worked out okay for us i wonder if that'll happen or how much it'll happen that definitely will happen yeah because yeah. There's, i think there's going to be some games now we all know that when we watch the conferences there's definitely games that i think we wouldn't have heard about if it wasn't for the conference yes if it wasn't for e3 and so there might be some of those smaller games the big games are gonna sell right like they're usually right. gonna sell regardless if there's an e3 or not um, mm -hmm. But I do think it'll hurt maybe some of the things that we've never that the, the smaller games that aren't the the big wigs. Yeah. Tim, what do you think? Yeah, I'm kind of with you, uh, Ed, on this. I think if the I think developers and just everybody that that attends and has booths and that kind of stuff. Is that going to affect the bottom line is going to be money. Is it you know, is it still profitable for them to go? Is it profitable for for e3 in and of itself um if it and you know this this can be a really good litmus test for them to just kind of be like all right well we probably don't need to do this and so i i think it i think what they did is fine i mean it's kind of on trend with what everybody else is doing 
But um, is it a little over over cautious? Maybe because it, when we're still talking like two and a half, three months out. And by then, we're probably not talking about the coronavirus anymore. But um, I, I think it's going to come down to money. And if it's profitable, fantastic, then they'll probably keep going. Uh, if they realize that, you know, it's, it costs way more than it's worth, then they, I, you know, it, I think they very well may be like, you know what, we're done. And yeah. then because all the devs are going to be able to do their own thing anyway, they're going to announce all their games the way that we always find out anyway. I mean, word spreads like wildfire. So it's not that big of a deal to just have a little, you know, your own conference stream it somewhere and be done. I will completely miss all the oh, uh, the, pre- the pressers though. Like that's one of my it, favorite things to do on Monday, especially is just to take off and sit there and enjoy and just get hyped up and get that anticipation feeling of oh gosh, what what do we got? This is going to be great. I will totally miss that. Me too. So that's that's the one thing I'll miss. But yeah, I think I you know I it could be a blessing in disguise. You never know. But I think there will definitely be some things coming out of it that that will be revealed. And um, and good or bad, and and so I think I think it's good to do that. You know, just like Assassin's Creed took a break for a year. Look what happened! Like they turned everything around, and uh, you know they kind of regrouped and and replanned stuff, and and the franchise was kind of back on its on on the rails that it that it should have been in the first place. So maybe yeah. this will help as well. But you, you you just you don't know. You never know. You don't know all the back end of of you know it it probably does cost a fortune to put all this together. And you know if de- if a lot of devs aren't going to be there, then they may have already been losing money. So you just don't yep. know. Yeah. Um, Chris, what do you think? Um, I don't think that I do feel like next year E3 will come back. Uh, but I do feel like there's going to be a ton of people this year that don't go. They're probably scrambling right now to figure out what they're going to do in place of E3. Cause you still want to announce stuff and you still want to talk about things, um, doing their own direct style thing, or maybe, you see several different people partnering with, you know, Microsoft and EA or Sony or whatever to kind of go in together and do something possibly. I, I don't really know. I'm, I'm actually very curious to see what comes out of this. Are we just simply going to get a bunch of Nintendo Direct state of play style things like Nintendo and Sony have, and Sony has done a couple of years now and they're all just going to do their own thing? Or will there be a couple of them that partner together and do like a little mini online thing? Or I, I don't really know. I'm, I'm actually very curious, but I do think that this is going to be. I think this is the 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 last chip to fall in terms of killing E3 as we yeah. know it. Yeah. Ex- except that I think that, I don't know, five, six years down the road, maybe it comes back and strong. Because, you know, everything ends up coming back around. I could see something, whether or not it's actually E3, but I could see a new thing pop up possibly. Because what's old is new again all the time. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I think it will come back next year in, uh, in some way, form or fashion. It'll be a thing, but it's not going to be what e3 was and it kind of had been trending that way anyways just the coronavirus it's going to be really hard for them to come back from this i think because chris do you think that some of those uh because i think microsoft right was still Mm going to be doing things in la during e3 week but not doing things at e3 do you think the companies like that will still go and do things during that week because what like a a dream scenario for yeah. me is E three is canceled, but people still do their press conferences during that week, so we can still oh, like yeah. have the hype of that week going. Do you think that there's a possibility that because E three is canceled, but that doesn't mean that everything is canceled, right? Some yep. things weren't a part of E three. 
well, Microsoft's in a bit of a unique situation because they hold their press conference at Microsoft Theater. So they can kind of do what they want at their own theater. I mean, I'm sure they're scheduling things and they can't just walk in and be like, hey, you get out, orchestra. (laughs) We're doing a thing. (laughs) But I I, I feel like I I don't think the coronavirus situation is going to be no longer an issue by E3. I think we're still going to be dealing with this in some form or fashion. So I don't think that there's going to be a press conference in the sense that people come and sit in an auditorium and listen to the thing. I don't think that's going to be a thing this year. Cause what, right. what I'm so if interested that's what you're asking. Yeah. Cause what I'm so interested in is for some reason, concerts continue, but conferences are getting canceled and I'm, it's hard yeah, for but, me to yeah. understand the, the, always the difference. I understand that you have people flying in from different parts of the country. Maybe that's what, what it is. And you have, you know, especially when it comes to electronics, you have people flying in from other countries as mm-hmm. well. Um, but like for like Google to cancel their thing and for Apple to move their thing, I'm just kind of wondering like from what I do for a living versus like a one day thing where a guy's on stage and there's people in the audience, what the biggest difference is with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there, there are still, I, I hear what you're saying. And I do think that a big part of it plays like people flying in from all different parts of the world for something like a conference. Whereas, right. as you mentioned, a concert, you know, is just the people from Minnesota or whatever, mm-hmm. wherever mm-hmm. it's going to be playing. But like um, Pearl Jam recently announced that they're postponing their tour because of something like this. The NBA is toying with the ideas of playing games without a crowd. Yeah, there. That's crazy. Jeopardy said they're going to record tapings without a crowd there. Like, yeah. I think you're going to start seeing more and more of that thing to the point where I don't know that it's going to affect the Toby Mac stuff because you guys may be like, Hey, we're baller. We're going to just do this anyways because it ain't that big a deal. But well, it's not even, I think more and more people are going to so freak out just, and worry about it. It's just that like, I don't know if it, I don't know if it turns it either way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, like I, I, I would agree with you that I don't think that that's necessarily a huge problem, but I, I just feel like more and more people are going to start canceling things or postponing or finding a different way to do them without a large gathering of people simply right. because they're all trying to, for lack of a better way to put it, quarantine where it is and stop the spread so that the people that can be affected by it are not getting it, even that's though right. the vast majority of people seemingly don't really have to worry in terms of Right. Fatality. Or that's right. That's right. So, uh, yeah, I just, who knows? We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully you know, I'm, I'm, I'm of the mind of Tim. I'm hoping that by June. It's not really news anymore. Like, yeah, I yeah. really hope the same thing. I'm I, pretty sure that it will. I'm pretty I sure. I think that's... one of two things happens. It keeps spreading. And, you know, you know, less people for the ratio d- pass away from it. Mm-hmm. Or the news just gets tired of saying it every single day in two months. Right. And it's just, or the people get tired of the news saying it every day. Like yeah. I, like at, everywhere you already. turn. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere you turn, it's there. And yep. it's just the, the alarmist part of everything is, is what's frustrating. Yeah, me. It's worrisome. It, it's, 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 as you said, and I've, I've been quoting you this whole week, as you said last week, fear sells. And yeah. it's sad to say, but it's so true. And especially in something like this, this like media companies jump all over this. This is good news for them. This is good ratings for them. And they, it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Back to some good news though. Oh, please, please. Our boy who we've never met, but we call him our boy anyway, Reggie mm-hmm. got a new job. 
Yeah, he did. Uh, Reggie Fizeme will be joining the GameStop board of directors along with two other new board members. Um, yeah. And they, they were brought on to help guide the company back to profitability. And I was like, what, what, what? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> when I saw this, um, number one, I love Reggie. I'm just, I don't know yep. why. I'm just a fan of him. I, I'm a I'm a fan of when he would come out of the Game Awards. I'm a fan of when he would have to do a direct. Like, I, I don't know what it is about him. I don't know if it's just his face or just like how much he seems to really love this thing. He seems to mean it um, when he talks about gaming and uh, gaming communities. And I've felt like, and we've talked about it a bunch. Y'all know I don't like GameStop. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't buy things from there if I don't have to. I don't I go in there because I love being around it. So if I'm in any city and I'm walking the mall and there's a GameStop, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to talk to the people behind the counter. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to look around. Um, but I usually don't buy stuff from there because I don't love the way the place is right now. Like, I, it, I just feel like it's gotten so corporate. But Reggie and some other folks have been brought on to write the ship, I'm guessing. Um yeah. yeah. And <laughs> come on, Sully. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know how they'll do that, but I agree. Uh, yeah. And if you had some ideas for GameStop, which I know you don't go into either. Right. What would be some things just off the top of your head that you'd be like, GameStop, you should do this and maybe more people would come in there. Make it brighter? Um, and <laughs> oh yeah! Don't necessarily cover the front windows with posters. Yeah, you know, just yeah. just you know. I, I think a, clean a few look. months exactly. A few months ago, someone didn't we have like a clean look of a a, the, a GameStop redesign or something? Yeah, they did a they did a, a experimental store somewhere. Yeah, I think a clean look. But I'm just I I really want this to work because I think if it does, it'll be such a model in revamping your business like i can't wait to see what reggie does yes i totally agree with you that's yeah that's a great point like what is he going to do with with that industry that is so digital now brick and mortar is kind of phasing out what do you do Mm -hmm. and yeah i'm really excited and curious to see what he does chris if you could tell gamestop and reggie and these other two guys that joined what 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 little what little insight would you give them Honestly, I got nothing for you because those two reasons I go into a GameStop. One is to pick up my collector's edition that I purchased Mm -hmm. or two, to look at all the cool nerd stuff that they have that I like shirts and hats and figures and all that kind of (laughs) Funko Pops. So I would have been like double down on the shirts and hats and Funko Pops. And they did that and people still ain't going in there. So I got no idea. (laughs) Would you say? I mean, that's literally the only thing I go in there for. Would you say to get the iPads and cell phones off the wall? Well, and I, again, I don't know how different they are in state to state and store to store, but when I go into them, yes, they're there, but I don't feel like they're super prominent. I almost feel like I have to look around for that. I'd say a couple of years ago when they really started hunkering down on that, it was front and center. Here's all these used iPads we have. The GameStops I go into near me, they're not super prominent. I mean, if you say like, hey, can I buy an iPad? And they go, yeah, we got some. They're right over here. Yep. But to me, all the nerd culture-y stuff, like the Funko Pops are right there front and center, and then the game, used game wall is on the other side, and that's what I see when I go in there. So, yep. What if they added yeah. board games? That's why I was just going to ask if they should add tabletop, which is a yeah. whole different culture. 
Yep. That's yeah. very different from video games. It's different, but I think there's a big enough crossover. Yeah. That, because, so you know, too. you usually see like a video game store that no one's in and a board game store that no one's in. Yeah. And maybe if you combine the two, you'd get a few people in there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's true. Because I think board gamers can also be video gamers. My buddy develops board games and he loves he's playing God of War right now. And he's, you know, he's a, he plays video games as well. So it's just like. I think that's a that's a good tie-in too. I like that idea too of of not as dark, keep it clean, make it more Apple Store-ish, you know, do something like that. But I th- what the one thing that they're gonna have to overcome is the digital side of it. And I don't know if that's adding yeah. a digital a digital component to this. Um, which you know, yes, they have on they have an online, but man, revamp some sort of a rewards program. Cause I still and like they would definitely be talking to me because I still buy physical games i still order my stuff from best buy i haven't walked into a best buy but i just go online and do it just because i you know i get best buy cards and what have you um you know make me give make me an offer what do you got like what are what are some mm-hmm. incentives for me do i get 30 percent or like 10 percent off of pre-order you know i as i've said before i miss that best buy rewards program do we do they revamp something like that and make it killer um they've got you know i i don't think it's not what necessarily what they do within the store because you can re-merchandise the store i think it's what you do with your customers because you've lost a lot of your customers to the digital world so how are you going to get them back and that's what's exciting because i think reggie could do a, a, a number on that and he can um he can definitely put something together so it's exciting it's kind of like it's exciting and you're at the same time you're like i don't know if that's gonna help uh but a lot of it is just we'll, we'll just have to wait and see what do you guys think of having things to do in there right now all you can do is wander around and look yeah back man. in the day Put i some always consoles up there yeah back demos. in the day i always talked about like with funko land and eb games you could go in and play and talk to the guy behind the counter about such and such game and he might walk you through something something like do you think that would help or do you think it's yes. it's it's too weird for a bunch of people to be i don't know i i think put some TVs and some consoles in there you guys think yep. that would help at least to get get people in the door? Absolutely. No, I don't want it to become a baby. Uh, uh, I don't want to become babysitting. Yeah, because I remember sometimes they would drop people off in there and be like, "I'll be back." <laughs> right. Well, I, and then, I personally, I, I don't think it's going to help, and not because I don't necessarily want it to, but I just, for the most part, unless it is an E three Gamescom, PSX, blah blah blah, I just don't think these days people in a place to play a game i just don't know but you know what i'm what, saying like how they used to have those, to test it the console like kiosk. i don't think that's even super important yeah i don't think testing i, I hear what you're saying like the little kiosk thing yeah yeah and, and i have to definitely did it like when the when the playstation 4 and the xbox one were launching there were some of the best buys and some of the ones here where i live they got the console like i don't know let's say a month or or whatever before they actually launched yep. and you could try it out and i went in there and i i did try it out but it wasn't like tons of people going in there and it it's just because you have to get over that hurdle of the the gamer people being basically introverted like you get in there already now and very seldom is it people like really rallying behind like oh man you know the new halo's coming out or whatever and chatting about it it's to just kind of all walk around their own you know looking at the thing they're they're just gamers are just kind of naturally introverted yeah i just don't know if it's and as far as the 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 board game stuff like i think that's a great idea in the one hand, but on the other, on the flip side, at least here in a big city like this, it seems like the dedicated mom and pop board game stores, like 
have the following that that's like they people like rally around their place that they that's go. Right. Yep. I think it's going to be hard for GameStop. I think they should. It's worth giving it a try, but it might be hard for them to break into that because so many people are so loyal to their home store where they yeah. buy the board game things and whatnot. I just think that they have a great re- a great opportunity because they're so well known. Like, yes, to, I agree to even have tournaments like if 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 my local GameStop had like a Mario Kart tournament or something like that and like had like a little you know they s- sectioned off a place in the back that's got like three or four televisions and you could go and like have a you know Mario Kart tournament or a Mortal Kombat tournament and, you know like kind of baby tournaments it's just something they got to get people in the door that's the problem yes. yeah you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I and I, I think agree. stuff like that and looking like new like like Tim said looking like the Apple store what yep. for me when I look in the Apple store, I, I see adults getting their stuff fixed and the kids playing on all the iPads that are there. Right. But it gets them in the door and touching the thing. And I think sometimes, especially with like Beat Saber, not saying they need oh. to have a VR thing in there. but I'm saying they should. There's some things, <laughs> it would just get so gross. But there's some things that like, when you touch it, you gotta have it. And I yeah. think that gaming has gotten away from remembering that about themselves. There's yeah, some games out just, there that you're like, once you swing around a super, I mean, Spider-Man a couple times, you're like, I need, I think I need to have this game. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But you don't think that they couldn't partner with a AAA game developer and be like, hey, you can only play it in our store. You can like play early? The, not, yeah, play it early in our stores. That's a, a way to get some people in there. I would go, like, especially if it was like. Oh, yeah. Right. If you could go play The Last, Last of, of Us 2 only in GameStop. Only at GameStop for this week, <laughs> yeah. this week only. Like, you don't think that would get people in there? Absolutely. And it I would think get them pre-buying, pre-ordering yeah. the game there so that, at GameStop. You know, that might be something that, that, that they might be able to look at. I don't know. But, you know, there are, I think there are ways. I mean, brick and mortars are completely not dead. I mean, it is still around and, you know, it still needs to be around, I think, in, in some aspects. My wife has a brick and order, brick and mortar store. Um, so it's just one of those things where you have to adapt and kind of come up with something. And if you can't beat them, beat them, join them. But at the same time, you know, uh, find ways to get them out, to get them out of their shell and to, and to, to get into a store. Yeah. I didn't even know before, before I was involved with this podcast, I didn't even know who Reggie was. I'd never heard of him. I was a very casual gamer. Sure. But that being said, do you think, Reggie will draw people in now that people know, oh, Reggie's connected to GameStop. Is that a draw for people? Like, I might give that a shot again. I might go in there. I wonder if his his name alone, I don't think will. Yeah. But I think you recognize him. And yeah. I think if they put him out in front, like, hey, Reggie's the guy at GameStop now. <laughs> right. I right. think, you know, kind of like they did with Sprint and the Can You Hear Me Now guy. Like, we don't know yeah. that guy's name from Verizon, but we know he was the Verizon guy, and now he's a yeah. Sprint. You know what I mean? Right. So yep. I think as long as you get him out there, he's he almost has to be like, like Nintendo did, be the poster child for Nintendo. I don't know how yes. many decisions Reggie actually got to make. I would imagine zero. But right. he was the guy we saw when the new thing came out for Nintendo. Yep. Yep. Right. Ugh. Hi, Reggie. Crazy. Um, Chris, what else you got, bruv? Uh, so 
another thing that happened yesterday is PlayStation <laughs> Blog. They dropped uh, an interview with Herman Holst, which is the new head of uh, Worldwide Studios over at PlayStation. Yep. And worked. had a conversation just chatting about stuff and, you know, the typical kind of things you might expect to see on the PlayStation Blog. And then dropped a little nugget of, uh, oh, yeah, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is coming to PC this summer. <laughs> Now this had right. been rumored. I think yeah. it was originally first kind of leaked or or, or rumored by um, Kotaku saying, "Hey, this is going to happen," kind of thing. Yep. And so he basically confirmed it. So this is going to be the first PlayStation exclusive that was Sony PlayStation Worldwide Studio made yep. to ever come to a different platform. So we do know that Death Stranding is about to release on PC here uh -huh. in a little while. Um, but that wasn't a Sony first party game. Obviously it was Kojima Productions, which is a, a, a third party team. Um, and so that was kind of, you could say the first kind of inklings that something like this could be a thing, but it is a bit different with Horizon Zero Dawn because it is a Sony made and owned. Every bit of it is under Sony's wing mm -hmm. and they're going to be launching it. In fact, I believe that the Steam page is already currently up where you can pre-order the game. Oh, Wow. wow. Um, and so he just basically let that cat out of the bag and he did make a place to say, or make a point to say that, uh, and I'm going to quote him here. It says, and, and to maybe put a few minds at ease, releasing one first party AAA title on PC does not necessarily mean that every game will become, will come to PC. We don't have any plans for day and date PC release and we remain 100% committed to dedicated hardware. So it seems like at least for the time being, they don't, they're definitely not committing to going the Xbox route. As we know, Xbox is kind of blurring the lines. It's like, hey, we don't care whether it's on our console, if it's on PCs, we just want you to play the games that is under the Xbox brand, wherever the heck that is. Right. It does not yeah. seem as though um, PlayStation, at least for the moment, is going to be going that way, but they're absolutely dabbling with it. Um, and he did say er earlier in the, in the article, he was like, look, Horizon Zero Dawn was a bit of a unique case. It just made a lot of sense for that game to come to PC now that it is, you know, three years after its release on PlayStation. And that kind of makes a bit of sense to me to word it that way, because uh, Death Stranding is built off of the exact same engine. And if they was able to port to PC really well and, and, and everything, as it seems to be based on all the information we've been getting Considering that Horizon Zero Dawn's on the exact same engine, maybe it just ports super easily. Mm. It also could be yeah. landing a little bit more credence to the fact that a lot of people kind of are thinking or hoping or speculating that Horizon Zero Two, Horizon Zero Dawn Two, might be a launch or launch window title for PS Five, mm -hmm. which would kind yeah. of make sense if you give a bunch of PC people who have never played it and they try it out, and, and then if the PS Five is going to be even a little bit close to how powerful the Xbox Series X is seeming to be. I mean, that's going to beat a lot of PCs at current day, potentially. Like people who haven't upgraded their PC in a while, it might play even better there. Maybe it would entice them to want to go buy a PlayStation 5 to play the next version of Horizon. There's definitely some gamesmanship going on here. But regardless, it is definitely a huge departure for PlayStation and a big step, either positively or negatively, depending on how you look at it for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. You know, I, I don't mind. I think we talked about this before. When it's three years after the fact. Yes. I'm all right with it. Me I'm too. Not, I'm That's kind of how I think. I'm not weird about like, but it's supposed to be exclusive. You said exclusive. <laughs> like, I, I, I understand. I, I Like, I have to really use my imagination as to why somebody would be upset about that three years later. Mm -hmm. Because the thing is, <laughs> right. the, the thing is being in it in the moment, right? Like, 
that's the whole reason Final Fantasy VII is coming to PlayStation first, not PlayStation mm-hmm. only, but PlayStation first, because you get that groundswell, you get to do it when everybody else is doing it. It's like, oh man, we're in the thing. Like for me to play Horizon Zero Dawn on something other than a PlayStation three and a half years after the fact, I don't know. It does. It just doesn't. It doesn't rub me that weird, honestly. Yeah. Uh, so I'm 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 glad that I'm glad that it's coming. I'm glad that other people get to play that game as much as as good as you guys talk about it. Yeah, that's um, great. And yeah, I don't know. PC man, it's the way, it's the way to go. Like it's like, hey, you can play the game here, or you can play it in three years, and it look amazing. Yes. Over on PC, and they better like, fix their mouths too. This game's gonna look crazy when it I can't wait PC. to see how good it looks. <laughs> yeah. Come on, yeah, it's gonna look really, it's really good. Be awesome. Jeez, Louise. Um, this news dropped right after our show last week. Of course, of course. Any of y'all got HBO? Tim, yep, I know no. you got HBO. Yeah. Ed, you got HBO? Well, yep. Yes, sir. Chris? Nope. Yeah, me either. So half of us have HBO, and it sounds like all four of us are probably going to have HBO. <laughs> because yes, we will. The Last of Us is being mm. adapted into an HBO TV series, and there's parts mm. of this I absolutely love, and there's parts of it I absolutely hate. Um, yep. Let me start with what I love. Okay. Neil Druckmann, yeah, who wrote both The Last of Us and The Last of Us Part Two, mm-hmm. is involved. Yeah, so this mm-hmm. is not some we took this game and we we think we know where this should go. Right. This this is the guy. Yep. That you know, and he's uh, teaming up with Craig Mazin, Mazin, who did uh, I think Tr- it's Mazin, Mazin sure. who did Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. So that was a mi- mini series on HBO. Yep. It was a claim. Very well received. Yep. Very well received. I never saw it. Don't have HBO. But it looked great. <laughs> I remember yep. seeing it and being like, ooh, shoot, that looks really good. Like, that mm-hmm. looks like a movie. Yeah. Let me go with what I hate. Okay. Yeah. Hit us. I don't want Joel and Ellie in it. I don't either. <laughs> I, I do don't not like when, uh, want Joel and Ellie in it. Yeah. They exist already. Do we know what they're going to be? I, they said that it's yes. going to follow... Uh, it mm-hmm. says their plan is to follow the events of the ga- of the original game, um, yeah. with there possibly being additional content based on the sequel. Okay, I didn't pick up on that. So I he, thought I just thought they meant based on like set in the world based on the game. Right. That's what I was hoping. That's I was hoping. I was, was like, hoping okay, too. be just in the Last of Us universe. Yes. And make your own story. That's what I wanted. Yes, that's yeah. exactly. not like Joel and Ellie. And I idea. do not yeah. even mind if Joel and Ellie are in it. I don't yeah, mind. Make it appear. Like, yes, that that like you're doing stuff and like and then like Joel walks by and and he says something crass and you're like freaking Joel. That's why nobody likes working with that guy. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like and you know and, and Ellie's Ellie running walks up around and delivers a pun. I would love it. Oh my gosh, I would be all in. I'd be. I'd had HBO already. Yes. Yeah. Well, maybe not me, but still, yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though. I'm just talking about yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. just the take my money, you know, aspect uh-huh. of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But man, oh man, oh man, <laughs> if it's gonna follow Joel and Ellie, I almost don't want to see it. Like it's that. That's how. That's how passionate I am about. Them. Yeah. <laughs> not having Joel well, and Ellie in it. Tell me what you I think. Dis- I disagree. I totally Good. disagree. You. I think you have to have Joel and Ellie. No, in you it. don't. If we're- yeah, you no, do. You if don't. if no. you don't, if, let it, let me finish. If <laughs> if you're trying to tell, sit down, children. If you're trying, <laughs> if you're trying to kind of 
introduce people that don't game, yes, that know nothing about it. What's the most important thing about The Last of Us that you tell everybody is the story, yep. the relationships. Yep. You have to introduce that to the general public. Sure. We already know about it, sure. but you have to introduce that to the general public for them to make that same connection. But and yeah. if it's a series, if it's a series, then it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to. It's not like a movie where that's it. Like you can introduce Joel and Ellie and then move on from that. Maybe the end of season one is the end of Joel and Ellie and you move on to another story. Maybe one of the maybe the episodes are story driven, kind of like Lost, where each episode tells a different story about a different person. You have to introduce those characters first and foremost, because that is the core of what The Last of Us is. I I think one of the things that uh that I liked about The Last of Us is that when you begin, what is it, 20 years later after the opening section? Yeah. Um, they do a really good, a really cool thing that a lot of good stories do is they put you in, they, they begin you not at chapter one, but like at chapter four. Things have already happened. Events yes. have taken place. I like that too. So yep. I think it'd be cool if they, you know, they don't have to focus on Joel and Ellie, but they can focus on, what's this deal with the fireflies, you know, because right. Joel and yes. I forget the girl's name. They are talking about events that already happened. Hey, what's going on with so-and-so what, what this happened. Oh yeah. That first lady that you're with. Right. What's so her name dog on it. You know, when it talks about covering events of the game, those, those are events that they talked about in the game, but we just never got to see. I would love to see what happened before we joined the story. Yeah. yeah. That would be cool. Because I think the one thing that we have to remember too is like because of the jump. Yeah. Like I would I'm I'm with Ed in the fact of like I would love to see Ellie be born. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like because the jump is so large, that means Ellie wasn't alive at the beginning of Last right. of Us. Probably. Yep. You know, when you see Joel and his daughter. Um right. and so as you move into it and you and yeah, those things happen. Gosh, what was that girl's name? I feel like it's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Um I can't remember either. Um but them running around and and whatever that adventure is, mm-hmm. like I almost wouldn't even mind it being Joel and whoever that girl was more right. than it being Joel and Ellie. That story oh. to me has been told so perfectly that you're like, yeah. oh Tess man, all your name. Tess, that's Tess. right. Yes, all you. you're gonna oh. do is jack that up. Yeah, um, yeah. Here's the other thing that is slightly encouraging. Mm-hmm. If you guys remember, they were supposed to be making a movie about The Last mm-hmm. of Us. Yeah. And it and it stalled out. Mm-hmm. And according to Polygon, they say that the project stalled in 2016 after a disagreement with Druckmann over the direction of the film. Him and Sam Raimi. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. I love that. Yeah. That means yes. he wasn't like, yeah, let's just do whatever. So right. we know that he's yep. at least going into this, you know, clear eyes, full heart, can't lose kind of exactly. kind of way. And I don't think he's going to do it wrong anyway. The fact that the the most encouraging thing about all of this is that Neil Druckmann is is at the helm. Yes, yes. And he's so it's going to be great regardless. Yeah, I, 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 so. I totally agree. That the fact that Neil's so heavily involved with it I and mean, he's executive producer, he's co-writing it. Yes, that's great stuff. Oddly enough, it, I had issue when they I thought of them making a movie because I was like, I don't know that I we don't if they're going to tell something in the universe. But I was like, the fact that it was going to be a movie and it was going to feature, at least in some respect, Joel and Ellie, I almost can get a little more on board with that than I can a series. The fact that it's a series to me 
opens the door to where it's like, just make it set in the universe yes. and tell yes. a different Please. story. Don't you don't that's need the beauty to of the series. rewrite the story, perfect story <laughs> that's already been told. You don't need that. Yep. Exactly. When but that, that's when that the story beauty of the ends, series. If, but that's what I'm saying. If that's the whole beauty of the series, then don't touch the story that's already perfect. You don't need to. There's no reason. It's been told. You've yeah, already you, played look, the series in the you don't 14 hours you, can, you played the game. But you don't think you can't branch off on more amazing stories after telling the main story? That's well, that's the beauty of the series. A movie, it's two hours and you're done. A series, you could have season one, two, and three, and you can tell a bunch of stories. I know. So just tell those other stories. Don't yeah. tell the one that's already been told. Because I think I think you don't need it. I think what Tim is saying is you have these you have these two protagonists that we know will work. So why not jump off from there? Where I think me and Chris are saying, Neil, you're a genius. You did it yes. with those two. Do it with two other people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do it with do it with any other family. That's true. That's yeah. in that no, world. Because, I see exactly. that. because all of us know that if the Walking Dead show just said The Last of Us and Joel and them showed up every now and then, we'd be like, this is perfect. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a way <laughs> right. to tell a a, a zombie-esque, the people really mm-hmm. become the problem, not the zombie story, yep. and it not have right. to be Joel and Ellie. Exactly. I mean, honestly, just follow Joel's brother. Like from before the thing, mm-hmm. before yeah. the, the pandemic hit to yep. that and let Joel and or Ellie just appear occasionally. That would be perfect. Do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the general Leave consumer does alone. not know who Joel and Ellie they are. Exactly. They don't know who that's they are. Point. That's our exactly. point. Tim. <laughs> right. Well, no, I, I get that. But if you're doing a last of it, well, yeah. I mean, I, I can see it on, on both sides. But in my opinion, as a purist, I think if they're telling the story of the Witcher right now. We're learning about Geralt and we're learning about everybody now from the video games. I think the same thing has to apply. You have to have but an introduction yeah, to the character. The Witcher. Right. Yeah, and that, that's, that show is based off the stories in the books. It's not right. based off anything that happens in the game. You're, you're basically saying, hey, you told a virtually perfect story. Retell it. And maybe twist some twist some stuff up. It's like no 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 no, leave it alone. <laughs> no, it's I, I don't. I don't think. Yeah, and and that's that was my thought too. With the movie was no no no. We don't need another story. The story's perfect the way it is in the video game. But now that it's a series, you can still tell the story. And don't you think you need to at the beginning to at least introduce those people in no. and that relationship to, beforehand? To me, I think it's the world and yes. the sickness, and that that's what. That's what kind of does it. I think that's good. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? So we're, it's The Walking Dead all over again, but in The Last of Us. You know, I get that. I think that's awesome. That's yeah, that's definitely the same as well. I, I want to see Joel and Ellie. That's yeah. the bottom line. Yeah. I would like to see them in there in some capacity. And I think there's uh, plenty of people that do. Yeah. Yes. I'm just saying, I would you love to see them cameoing it. You don't have to Absolutely. have them. Yeah. You don't have to have them. I would love, I would love if, you know, kind of like, I mean, spoiler alert, Mandalorian, like, I, I, number one, I've only watched like the first two episodes, so I can't really spoil or anything. But the way that they in the first episode end with him seeing Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yes. like if the series ended with Ellie being born, I think could be incredible. You know what I'm right. saying? There you like, go. I think I'm going to call her Ellie. Like that means that then us as the gamers would be like, oh, snap, there she is. That's yeah. absolutely and, true. And, yes. You know what I'm saying? Agree. And so and then they can like 
tell the story of her being young and, and stuff like that on the second series, if they had to do them, I just don't feel like I don't want to. If they start the first episode with her already being 14, I'm be so sad. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> like her and Joel and them running around and getting into the same mm-hmm. adventures that we and then Tess dies. I'd be like, oh no. Why? They're like yeah. like Ed said, there's 20 years of story laying there that we don't know anything about. Right. Please tap into that first. Please. And don't forget, don't forget the the what was it? The second introduction of The Last of Us 2, Joel and Ellie weren't even in. It was all different characters. Remember, it was the mm-hmm. the like the torture scene and that kind of stuff. And then the what at now? the very end around the campfire they're in, around the campfire and they strung up the guy. And what and are we then talking about? The, Ellie was last in that. Of us. for the last of us too. Yeah. She was the Ellie main was. character walking around watching all that stuff, seeing all that happen. Wasn't no, she? he's talking about no. the very, very first thing we ever saw. The very, didn't have either of them. A- in af- it. After remember it had the Asian the, kid in it and uh, yeah, yeah, that white, exactly. big white lady, tall the white bow lady, and, arrow, and and we didn't know what it was until you heard the clickers moving at the end and everybody freaked out. Wasn't that like it? Wasn't that it? Yeah, that was like the Paris. very first teaser we ever saw. And that Joel very, and Ellie, so they weren't even in it. Look, I, I'm all for it, but I think you need to have the characters of Joel and Ellie be introduced somewhere. I'm not saying retell the story at all, and I don't think Neil's going to do that in the first place. But yes, I want to know how you know, how this, this virus came to, to be coronavirus. And, you know, it, <laughs> like, I want, I want to know how all this stuff happened. Definitely get more into that and then throw in all those Easter eggs that we know from playing the video game, uh-huh. uh, get involved. I would absolutely love that, but I think you can't have the less of a, last of us without at least something about Joel and Ellie or the characters of Joel and Ellie are involved. Totally agree. Something about them, just not all about them. For okay, me. Yeah. For me personally. No, I'm, yeah. And I'm not, I'm definitely not down with retelling the story. That's not what I was saying at all. I'm like, you just have to have them in it and you're going to tell a story of some sort. I mean, clearly we need to, like, I think something is we need to have some of the Joel story in the first 10 minutes or something to that effect just to get some emotional strings going with the audience as well. But at the same time, it's like, all right, well then tell these other stories as well. Either way, it's going to be great. I'm super excited. And if as long as Neil's involved, which I know he will be, and if he's already poo-pooed the movie, installed it for because of the differences, then I think HBO is going to let him go with it and let him run. And because they 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 typically do, which is great. I I, I like a lot more HBO series than I like any other uh, program series. Mm-hmm. So I, because they kind of let them go and let them do their thing. Chris, you'll so, be getting HBO for this. No, probably not. What? Uh, wow. Likely, likely, what I'll end up doing is I'll just buy the series because that's probably how it'll go. I'm not gonna mm. get HBO just for that. Ooh, I might more than likely, unless they don't offer that. I've, don't they have I've a streaming something H- something? Yeah, HBO now. They do. It's like fifteen dollars a month. Yeah, I'll probably like do that. that. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do too. Because I canceled my HBO just because I don't watch anything now anyway. Mm. I so would say it, if they were dropping up, it all at once, I would absolutely just give me a month, let me watch it all and be good. But right. Because that's not how they're going to do it. I'll just no. buy the series and, and watch it as it comes out that way. There you go. Do you guys want to talk about the bet you have going? Uh, Tim and I, in our private chat, made a bet. Uh, I bet that he is going. the series will come out by, I think it was fall 2021, and he says it'll be spring 2022. Spring 2020. 2020? Spring 2022. No, yeah. I said spring 2022. Oh. <laughs> I don't have it pulled up in front of me. I was like, doggone it. I'm going to win this quick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's definitely not coming out in a month. Um, okay, so you, uh, Chris said fall 2021? Yes. 
And yep. okay. How long did it take The Witcher to come out after we heard I about it? I was looking at that and I found an article where Henry Cavill was saying, hey, I would like to play The Witcher. And that was in September, October 2018. It was out by December 2019. Ooh. Mm. It's going to be a close one. Was, I wonder when that, that one teaser thing we saw where he just walks up and drinks the vial. I yeah. don't remember how. Yeah, that how, was afterwards because he, uh, yeah. he was already cast. They don't even have a cast for yeah. this one yet. So Right. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Ooh, they man. don't even have a script yet. I mean, they have got a story, but. Yep, yep, yep. Um, real quickly before we move on to Eduardo, um, that Nintendo thingy <laughs> ended up selling for three hundred and sixty thousand dollars. So I think uh, technically, then you probably won the 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 guess, right, Gabe? Because you said I, it would be closer the, to four hundred than I was the closest, but I was uh, mm-hmm. I think yeah, because I think I said three. I had it written down. I said three eighty. You said three hundred. Tim said three hundred and one. Yep. Thousand. Uh, <laughs> price is right. Yeah, in. so he would have he would have won on Price is Right, but thank God there's not a game show. Um, exactly. This is what <laughs> this is what's crazy. I didn't know this, but um, whoever owned it first was actually offered one point two million dollars at one point for it, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Wow, oh well, if you're offering me that, then." I'll let the market decide. <laughs> oh, I kind of like that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so pompous for them to get like a fourth of the money that they would have been offered. I love that. Yeah. Oh, man. Just take the $1.2 billion. Stop being greedy. Right? Gracious. Um, Ed, what you got for us, bruv? Well, over on the Married to the Games YouTube channel, it's all the Division 2. It's the DLC and the uh, first few hours of the Season 1 uh, that's that is out and available now. Uh-huh. If you've got Game Pass, uh Ori and the Will of the Wisps is available on console and PC. Uh on the console, you can get NBA 2K20. Uh-huh. On the console and PC, Train Sim World 2020. On the console, Jackbox Party Pack 3. Oh, really? On yeah. On PC, Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary. The Lord of the Rings Adventure Card Game Definitive Edition uh. and Mother Russia Bleeds is available on PC as well. Mm. And we do have some new iTunes reviews. What? That's two weeks and three weeks in a while. Apple Podcast reviews. Hey. Yeah. Uh, this is from uh, Timmy Yanda. Okay. And the, uh, the, the heading is the first community. I really can relate with. (laughs) Needless to say, I think this podcast are uh, as genuine as they come. Started listening like a lot of people, it seems, after Gabe's appearance on Kind of (laughs) Funny. Did I do something? I did a thing once, yeah. Yeah, That's right. I'm 43, married 13 years with a boy and girl, and find it hard to relate my hobby of video games around me. Yeah, I started with Joust on the Atari. Mm. Wow. Love play that game. games, uh, right? Uh-huh. Play games whenever I have some free time, which feels like never. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> There's a lot about this podcast that's relaxing and just plain fun. Oh. It so scratches that itch I never knew I had of talking about parenting and video games. At some point, I would have come across one of these guys in a podcast and finally made my way here, but I'm glad I did. Keep up the positive fun and entertainment. I plan to be contributing to this community 
as long as you'll have me. Hey, Timmy Anda, <laughs> you are welcome with open arms. Very Thank much. you for that review. That's right. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's very sweet. Very kind. Here's one from Simpleton29. Mm. The heading, a podcast of spirit animals. Okay. <laughs> I like <laughs> nice. where this is going. Continue. Uh-huh. I started listening after I heard one of these guys on Kind of Funny. What? And this podcast. <laughs> it was me. Those were my golden tones. <laughs> one of these guys. <laughs> this podcast immediately made it into my weekly rotation. My Monday mornings are all about married to the game and what's good games. Hey. I'm a father of two, but my kids are so far apart in age. It's like being a father of one twice. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious I get that's that. really good it's nice to hear other games balancing uh, other gamers balancing life that includes spouses children and video games no drama no politics just fun wholesome video games which is all i want in my morning commute <laughs> i know that's right there you go and then finally here's one from dope 100 Ooh, he's 100 percent dope 100 percent dope the heading is keep it up. The review reads, this podcast is amazing. Hey, hey there you go. thank you. <laughs> Short, simple to the point. Yeah. And I love it. Thank I like so much for those reviews. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys so much for those. reviews. Yes. Those, are, those are awesome. That's it's really awesome. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Welcome to the family. Mm-hmm. Um, well, every week we ask you guys a quick thanks, Ed. You betcha. Every week we ask you guys a question. Last week was no different. We asked you guys. Through your gamer eyes, where do you see gaming references in real life? Starting over on Twitter, we got uh, <laughs> Ali at O underscore re underscore by. One word, microtransactions. For example, want guacamole? That'll be an extra $2. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's funny. That's funny. Um... Byron Campbell at year is yesterday. After I played Half-Life 2 for the first time, I started no <laughs> I started noticing Vince everywhere. I know that's right. Sometimes mm. games just like <laughs> definitely will bring something to the forefront where you're like, oh, I didn't notice all that before. <laughs> right. Uh we got um Craig T at Jedi Gamer CT. What up, Craig? Mm-hmm. When I was hiking through the woods recently at sixth grade camp, I definitely got Elder Scrolls, Skyrim, or Oblivion vibes. I almost expected to round a corner and see an Oblivion gate that needed to be closed. Goodness gracious. <laughs> That's funny. Over on Facebook, Herman Scott, I look at the coronavirus like the dollar flu that destroys America in the division. Would you agree, Ed? The dollar flu, yes. Very, and even when I'm playing it, Sarah's like... This seems, when did this come out? (laughs) (laughs) You know, what's funny is that's what people are saying uh, as I've been watching reviews of Final Fantasy VII because it kind of has that environmental, you know, really to it. They're like, wait, this was, this was, you know, 97. (laughs) Like it felt like it, people are saying it feels like it should be now. That's funny. Environmentally friendly we want to be. Jeff Swan, on the highway when I'm raging, I imagine getting burnout points for flipping slow drivers into the air. (laughs) Did I just say that out loud? (laughs) That's amazing. That is funny. Jacob Hammond, playing Skyrim, I would look at flowers and other plants and think, what type of potions would they make? Oh, look at that. 
Mike Doherty, anytime I look at nutrition facts, oh, this is funny. Hmm, this candy bar will raise my weight 0.2, but will increase my happiness five. (laughs) (laughs) Coffee plus 50% productivity over three and four hours, feign heart attack. That's hilarious. That's funny. That is so true. Over on Discord, uh, we got Curtis McCoy the second. Every time I drive my car, I feel I want to do some need for speed activities, but those activities lead to terrible outcomes in most cases. So I just miserably drive from point A to point B. Mm, that's right. <laughs> uh, class Act XT. I think that's how you say that. Class mm-hmm. Act. There's a lot of X's going on. Living in New Orleans and reading the news is like living out GTA daily, but I really do love this city. <laughs> it's so true. LA's the same way. Oh Last time I was in LA, they were like, a small commuter plane lands on the freeway. I was like, this is so Grand Theft Auto right now. <laughs> right. I guess that wasn't far-fetched. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, small Genie 549 says, Tetris, enough said. We both hmm. said it. We all said that packing. We'd be like, right, right. Every time you pack something. Um, you know where to find us. Facebook.com slash married to the games. Twitter.com slash MTTG cast. Of course, married to the games.com. And over on YouTube, like Ed said, YouTube.com slash married to the games. And on Patreon, if you want to drop a dollar in the tip jar, if you want the show ad free now, if you want the show early, you can go check out Patreon.com. We got things a-moving and a-shaking over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Mm. And uh, Tim. Rate us on iTunes and be sure to get your tickets for 400 at MarriedToTheGames.com slash MTTG400. Promo code Corona to spread the word. <laughs> to spread the word. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Don't Jeez. sneeze on nobody. Yeah. yeah. Wash your hands. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Retweet that link. Let's see if we can't get it going viral. <laughs> oh, get it. Bow, bow, what? Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> <laughs> like the. Boing. Hey, Joe, what's with the weather? <laughs> I wish I knew how to do a donkey sound. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's get into some questions. some questions that we weren't able to get to last week uh, just due to time so let's get those up first and foremost brian whetstone at vetstone are you guys tired of hearing about next gen system specs yet i want to hear what games are coming to these new systems what are the next the what are the next gen game announcements or no sorry where are the next gen game announcements uh yeah i totally agree with that yeah very 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 tired. tired i don't care that it's yeah. stronger than this or this many teraflops. It, I want it to Agreed. look good and give me some amazing games. That's all I really care about. Yep. Every time I see an article on Flipboard that's like, 
specs leaked. I'm like, nope. Next. Yeah, don't care. Yeah. Yep. Chris? I will not read the specs leaked, one, or not nowadays because there's been so many of them, but I absolutely want to know the specs of PlayStation 5 because I know the specs of the Xbox Series X. Now, I will say that once I know it, it's like, okay, that's it. Like, I, I just want to know what it is. That's right. what it is. Okay, cool. And I'm I'm down for having the game announcement as well. I think that we'll start getting them here soon uh, since people are going to, in theory, be doing their own things instead of E3. So I think stuff might start trickling down a little bit sooner than later. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, honestly, it's like it, I'm kind of a bit different. I'm more interested in the specs in some respects because I, I know I'm going to get one of the mm. systems regardless. So it's like it, it kind of doesn't matter what games you tell me you're going to be there because I'm buying it. So are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm PS5 day one, regardless. Even if there was no PS5 launch games that you were interested in, you would still buy PS5 on launch day? More than likely, yeah. Nice. Look at that, Sony. You did something right. Because I definitely won't be getting the Xbox since we don't no. need it. Uh, yeah, I probably will do the exact same thing as Mr. Chris, too. But I also want to know what games are coming out. Like, I'm going to get it because I know, you know, The Last of Us 2 will probably be on there eventually if it's not on the, the 4 Pro. But I know that there's there's games coming out from Sony that I know I, I will want to play more so than Xbox. Mm-hmm. So it, for me, it's all about the games. I could care less about the specs. I don't even know what my specs are for the PS4 Pro. And I wouldn't know if it was gli- like if what if it was a consistent frames per second or not either. I don't care. Just let me play the game. There you go. Dude, I think in the next couple months, we'll start getting they'll start trickling. Absolutely. Out. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Uh, at Yutzud, since you've you've surely gamed more listeners since your KFGD debut, many of us don't know who you really are. Ooh. So here's a question that will say a lot about who you are as a person. Now, don't be afraid to get really personal. <laughs> if you were a sandwich, what kind would you be? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'd be a uh, I I don't know. I don't eat sandwiches that much. I would be a. Uh, I don't know. I'll be a club sandwich with all the fixings. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. Is that all right? Yeah. Chris. Got that bacon in there, man. Come on. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm saying all the fixings. Chris, what would you be? Uh, Meatball sandwich? I would either be, no, I would either be a turkey sandwich with Swiss or pepper Ooh. jack. Ooh. Probably Ooh. pepper jack more than Swiss. I agree. Or, yeah, you got a little spice enough, to you. I would be a Cuban sandwich. I like Cuban sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, they are good. Ooh, delicious. <laughs> I like Cuban Back to your roots, them. Chris. Back to your roots. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Edward? Uh, I would be an ice cream sandwich. Ooh, Ooh, there you go. Look at you. you switching it up on you. Didn't expect that, did you? Because I'd be, a, you know, I'm a lot of fun, but there's no way I'm good for you. <laughs> <laughs> and for those that are lactose intolerant, he gives you the farts. That's, That's right. right. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Bubble I'd be a turkey. Tummy. I'd be a turkey and cheese sandwich. Just like nice. uh, Yeah, just you like would. Because I'm just plain Jane. <laughs> Whatever the default is, baby. Whatever the default mm-hmm. is, just give it to me. It's awesome. Uh good question, Yetza. Thanks for that. Um, Brendan Myers at the Winter Gamer. What have been some of your most recent gaming frustrations? Right now, mine is trying to get that one more win in Overwatch to get the Ash Mardi Gras skin. Mm. Oh man. Um, my most fr- uh probably be t- trying to play them right now. I was gonna say oh. you just trying to play a game. Yes, just trying thing? to play games. Like 
uh, you know, I bought the division. And then come to find out you can't play it offline, so that doesn't help me on the road. And then really wanting to play the Final Fantasy VII thing again, but just being too busy. And uh, it's been grabbing, getting a lot of great Mario Kart in, but I definitely want to, like, I definitely want to dive into a story. And with all these delays and everything recently, it's just been like, uh, I don't know. Yep. It's, it's, that's been the frustrating part. Chris, what about you, bud? I'm a bit in the same boat. I just haven't really had a ton of time uh, to play much, but also um, I've just not really had much desire to to play anything that I own currently on the Switch, which is yeah. kind of a, a bummer. Mm. I've fired it up a couple of times, and I'll be like, all right. Look at the games on the dashboard. I'm like, and we're going back out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I, you know, the crazy thing is, like, I really enjoy um, Ape Out, but I get in there, I play for, like, Five minutes, eight minutes, and I'm out. And I feel like that's the extent that I want to do it in a setting. So mm. I, I did pick up Guacamelee 2 because I had never played oh. that game and it went on sale or it's currently on sale for like 50 or 60% off, something crazy like that. It was $8 or $7. Yeah. I'm mm. excited. To, I'm hoping that kind of breaks the little slump I'm in with it because um, uh -huh. I played that on Vita, the first one, and really enjoyed it. So I'm hoping that kind of gets me, gets the the jolt going again on, on the old Switch because when I'm in laying in bed and I'm like, yeah, I'd like to be playing you right now, but for some reason I just ain't feeling it. Yeah, I get it. Uh, Tim, what about you? You got some gaming frustrations? Oh man, yeah, Sekiro is full of them. So just, <laughs> but that game is so good that you just keep coming back for more. I'm like, I died probably fifty times on a boss, but uh, but every time you just you start to learn and and figure this out, and and so there's there's kind of there's kind of some quote fun in doing that and that you get to break everything down to the point where now if i were to to battle him again i'd know exactly what to do there but you yeah, go it's, but yeah it's super frustrated but but i think uh, a good litmus test for a game is if it's frustrated but you're still going back and still trying to achieve it you've done something yeah. right here so mm -hmm. edward yeah that that dlc on the division two was super hard and challenging but now that I've finished it, I, I go through and, and play with people, and it's so much easier. I was playing with Arkman Noah, and just it's night and day how much easier it is playing those with a friend. Mm. So, the presidential uh, candidate, Arkman Noah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Write him the in, baby. thinking one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like it. Good question. Good. Yeah, yeah. great question. Uh, Maverick87R Randy Beard. I got it right this time. Have you ever played a game that drove your significant other crazy? I say this because when we first got married, I played a lot of Red Dead Redemption, and I think the horse galloping noises haunted her dreams. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, I don't play a lot of games in front of Jenny. Um, yep. So I don't think nothing's drove her crazy. The only thing that's drove her crazy, I remember when Apex first came out, or around that time, I'd taken my PlayStation inside, and I was playing it a lot. And she just did not like the kids being up and hearing gunfire in the background. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. She was like, ah, I don't, she was like, I don't know how we should be playing that for the kids, you know, kind of thing. And I was like, okay, 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 okay. But I don't think as far as like drove her crazy and there's not been anything, I don't think, like that. Chris, what about you? Um, I don't think necessarily just my playing a particular game drove her crazy, but sometimes the way I react to some games might drive yeah, her crazy. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. yes. If I'm there playing a competitive shooter of some sorts or whatever and just get a little too antsy, <laughs> even though I'm in another room and I got the door closed, she's like, 
I can hear you. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, she thinks demon possessed. Yeah. What about That's you, awesome. Edward? Uh, yeah. Just recently, when I was playing Kingdom Hearts, um, you know, if, if for someone who's not watching the screen, all Sarah's hearing is, "Yeah, take that." <laughs> Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Nice. That's hilarious. That's awesome. Tim? Uh, Clash Royale for me. Get off that game. Really? Yep. Because I'm all like, I'll I'll start a game at probably the worst time. She's like, hey, I thought we were supposed to watch a movie. Will you get off there? That even Piper's like, Daddy, get off Clash Royale. That's amazing. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. But as far as any like console games, uh, they're not up. So that's beautiful. So I can do whatever I want. Exactly. Nice. Uh, Briggs Country. With the new Call of Duty free-to-play Warzone, you are required to have an, have an Xbox Live Gold account to play on Xbox. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk but, about that. But you do not <laughs> need a PlayStation Plus account to play on PlayStation. Should the cost of a game, free versus paid, have any effect on whether or not you should have to pay for online games? Uh, I, you know, it, it, uh, I don't think so. I think that, um, to each their own, as far as like Sony and Microsoft, is that the question? Like why it's free on one, but not free on the other. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. or, or do you think that's fair or yeah, I think should the, it, should the cost of a game have any effect on whether or not you should have to pay for online games? Yeah. I think if somebody makes it free, that's the developers making it free. And then as far as the internet access, that falls on Microsoft or Sony. I don't think that's, that's, there's a fair or unfair there. Like, it's like if a game is free, should my internet be free? You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, yeah. Right, I, right. I, I think there's it's the Eastern. Two separate own. things. That's actually yeah, a really good point. I think point. it's two separate things. I think it's, yeah, I think it's fair. You can charge for what you want. I didn't know it was possible to play an online game on either console without having that gold or PS Plus. Right, because you're paying for server time and server space. Yeah, I, I mean, didn't, I didn't realize. So yeah, I mean, I th- I think in some ways you are like if you have a PlayStation Plus account, you've already some of that money's probably gone toward that. Uh, and the same with Xbox Live Gold. But yeah, I mean, I I, I think I, especially when it comes to online games, you you should expect to pay for something because it is server time. It is you know you know, you are going into a space where it does require services to be had. And so whether or not you pay for them either up front on the back end or, or on the front end. Well, and I think too, I understand the frustration because when you play on PC, you usually don't have right. to buy something separate to play something online. Yeah, um, right. And so on PlayStation PC, cause it's cross platform as well on those two, it's quote unquote free. And then, you know, on the Xbox, but I mean, again, man, it comes down to this. That's their prerogative. If they want to do it like that. Exactly. And I, I don't I like know, it. I guess I can't imagine anyone on the consoles not having that just because it seems, if, especially if you're into call of duty, it seems like something that you'd have anyhow. So you could play online. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't, um, I feel like at least on the Xbox side, I feel like they're going to do away with Xbox live at some point. Um, mm-hmm. and I would think that if, and when that happens, I think Sony will go back to being free because with the PlayStation three days and still currently on PlayStation three, if you jump in there and try to play something online, the multiplayer is free. It's only with PlayStation four where they started char- tying PlayStation plus to playing online. 
Oh, wow. Um, okay. In terms of their Sony's kind of stance is just always they've worded in like if a game is free to play, then it's going to be truly free to play. Meaning you. Do, so if it's even if it's an online game like a, a, a battle royale or whatever, that's free. You don't it doesn't require PlayStation Plus in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. So that's the reason they go that way. I always thought it was kind of weird that Xbox didn't match them because I just assumed that they would kind of thing. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't mind them paying because you are using um, their services and everything. But at the same time, most of the most of the servers, if you're even playing off that, if you're not doing it peer to peer, are usually hosted or rented by the people with the game. It's not like you're not playing on Sony servers or on Microsoft servers outside of it being Azure um, necessarily, you're just using Xbox Live or PlayStation Network as the pipeline with which to talk to your other friends there. So, but yeah. because they're providing that service, I, I do I don't think it's unfair for them to monetize it. But I do think they're going to go away from it as they start to like Microsoft really hunkering down on Xbox Game Pass, and then what it, whether uh, PlayStation is going to kind of make even more revamped changes to PlayStation. Now, I think they're going to start focusing way more on those and drop. PS Plus and Xbox Live as a requirement to play online. Mm-hmm. I think they'll still exist because they offer other things like the quote unquote free games and all that kind of stuff. I think they're still valuable services, but I, I do think that's going to drop away maybe next generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's my prediction. Yep. I don't know that it'll actually happen, but I could see it. Yep. Good question. Uh, solid double zero, Brian View. Do you guys think you might fall off playing Final Fantasy VII Remake since it's coming out in episodes? Saying that, if it's $60 a game and they might drag out the release of the next part one or up to two years later, looking at a timeline of an X amount episodes in over five to six years since Midgard is just the first episode. Uh, I mean, I won't because of my love for the game. And mm-hmm. it seems like right. playing it, and Chris, correct me if I'm wrong, and Ed too, because I know you played it. I don't feel like the combat's overly difficult. Um, no, there's a no. lot to there's a lot to do like switching mm-hmm. between and stuff like that but like it really comes down to like two or three buttons so it's not like spider-man will i where i'm having a combo and remember this combo and that combo and that right. which is a harder combat to come back to because that's usually what keeps me away from going back to a game like hitman when mm-hmm. you know it was episodic it was like there's a lot to remember how do i do this and throw a coin yep. and, and you know blah yep. blah blah and i feel like Final Fantasy VII Remake will be a little bit more straightforward than that. Yes, you can get in the weeds with how deep you want to battle, but I think overall it won't be that hard to go back to. To me, Horizon was really hard to go back to. Um, yes. I don't remember all the like yep. the trip wires and, and, and stuff like that. So I think with Final Fantasy it'll be, unless I'm wrong and I get into it, and I'm like, holy crap, that's way, way, way deep. Um, But uh, I don't know. I think that I, I I'll be able to go back to it no problem, Chris. Yeah. Um, in terms of will I lose interest or or, or will it be? I, I'm almost thinking of it in this sense: Final Fantasy VII and its installments. Even though I guess they're they're probably not going to be annualized, but I almost feel like it's like Call of Duty. Like every year you buy the new Call of Duty, and as long as the controls stay the same, I mean you just buy it. And if it's a huge chunk of stuff for you to to play i think it could be worth the 60 dollars each iteration um now for me because i don't have the nostalgia for the series will i lose interest or 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 the story end up not really keeping my attention that's a possibility but i don't think i'll necessarily get 
burnt out. I mean, if I'm enjoying my time with it, I'm enjoying my time with it and I'll look forward to whenever the next installment is. I would really like it if they had, through all this time since the announcement to now, if they had it built up enough to where like, okay, here's episode one, episode two is next year, and then episode three and however many there's going to be. That'd be great if they were able to get it to that point. I severely doubt that's the case. But the controls in the demo to underscore Ed or uh, Gabe's point, I didn't feel like it was too much to wrap my head around. I didn't really understand all the magic part, so I need to learn that, but I don't feel like it's going to be crazy deep, but you know, to be determined when the actual game drops. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I, I'm not a huge episodic person. Like I, for a lot of the telltale games, I waited until all of the episodes came out so that I could go back and forth, back, back, back. Not only a, the gameplays, that's no big deal, but more for the story than anything else. But I remembered how much I struggled with Horizon Zero One's DLC coming back to it after what a year. Like I really had a hard time with it for the like the first hour. It was pretty frustrating, and um, I usually don't like it. So I would love if they had a schedule of when these episodes come out, and then I would play it all in one shot. But uh, if not, yeah, it's very possible that they might lose me, especially if it's a year gap between episodes. Unfortunately for you, you don't have that choice. <laughs> I'd, love, <laughs> I'd love for it not to be a year gap. I would love. Yeah, that. I mean, if yeah. it's a couple yes. months, that's that's one thing. But uh, man, oh, it'll yeah, be it more would, than a couple months. I, yeah, I think we're generous if, if it ends up being a year. That'd be, yeah, if it's a year, uh, I mean, I would understand it. But I'm sorry. I meant to say if it's more than a year, I'd love for it not to be that big a gap. That, right, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of like Chris. I don't know that I'll get into it to begin with so it's hard to say for me but i don't think anyone will have a problem hanging in there especially if they're already a fan um because again like 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 chris said they're going to be full length games so paying full price for them when they come around i I don't think that's anything to blink an eye at yeah yeah there you go uh good question and here's our final one from pot of gold beefy the hosts of mttg are the final four contestants on survivor who is most likely to get voted off first? See you guys. And who is most <laughs> likely to backstab the others to win? Ooh. Oh, jeez. Uh, that's a tough one. Because I can. Oh man, I don't know how Survivor works. <laughs> I've never seen Survivor, I know, so been, I don't know how. It's been a while since I watched Survivor. Like, how too. does how does anybody who usually gets voted off first? Is it like the somebody not good at the games? It usually starts off with the person that like they're not contributing to the camp, and then at the end it's like that person's really good at the game. We got to get them off. <laughs> right? Oh, really? Yeah. And yeah. you you make alliances with people and and kind of tag along and then go from there. Yeah, it's it's. I can see tricky. Chris making alliances. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, man, I'm alliancing it up. <laughs> <laughs> the see, first I, to be voted off, though, I will say. I could, oh, oh, go, go ahead, ahead, Chris. No, 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 go ahead, Chris. I say I, my. Hear me out. Okay. The one I would vote off first would be Tim, simply because I know he'd be like, "Oh, that's cool, guys. No, no big deal." He'd be ha- yeah, happy with it. Be he cool with it. Yeah. I'd be like, "Okay, <laughs> I like, know I'm not gonna hurt his feelings by voting him off first. Hey, he's I get be to eat a sandwich. You have fun eating bugs first. <laughs> exactly. <Bye."> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't know about the whole backstab thing, though. Yeah, it's it's hard to say backstab. It sounds so negative, but yeah, like, yeah. I do see like, uh, I do see Chris being able to. Um, straddle the line between two different groups and so yeah, if one's yeah. not working out he'd be like okay I'm over here now <laughs> yeah no yeah you know what I'm gonna say Ed would be the backstabber Ooh, yeah I totally yeah. would 
They totally would. I've played Secret totally Hitler before, and I've seen that, you know, innocent smile, but that glint in the eye. I've seen that's it. That's right. Yeah, he would do it. Oh, that's sneaky Eduardo. <laughs> yeah, and Gabe, Gabe, I can't see you backstabbing anybody. I think you could toe the line, too, with Chris, but at some point, I think that'd come back to bite you. Yeah, yeah when probably. I get backstabbed and voted I'd, off, I'll just go hang out with Tim. I'm definitely not yeah, winning the sandwiches. show. Definitely not winning. Yeah, yeah. I think no. Ed's winning the show. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm definitely off first. So, oh, good. We all agreed. Because <laughs> <laughs> next next week, guys, we're all going to the islands. Let's go. Uh, that's, that's really funny. that's really funny, though. That is funny. Um, that is it for all the questions. Thank you, one and all. Um, good stuff. Yes, that's right. Um, awesome you, question. The question of the week for you guys is: What games are you playing and how is it going you hear from us every week what games we're playing week after week after week but we don't always get to hear about what you guys out there are playing so what games are you playing right now and how is it going yeah we would love to hear about it and talk about it next week and get to know you a little bit more i like that you hear from us for two hours a week sorry about that what are you playing they're sick of us by now yeah 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 sorry about (laughs) it uh, uh, and we will talk about it next week. Thank you guys so much. Three ninety one in the books. I'm your boy Gabe Patillo. That is Tim Router. That is Ed Placencia. That is Chris McCracken. And we are married to the games. And we are up out this thing. Bam!